let's talk about some companies that maybe do give us something to worry about, given the demand for missiles and defense products, but it's been a good place to hide out in the stock market. Kai Von Rumer joins us from Cowan, where he covers aerospace and defense senior analyst. Uh, Kai, glad we got you here this afternoon to follow up yeah. our conversation from earlier this year. Turns out it was a pretty good time to buy some of these defense names. How much more of this uh, runway we got? Well, I think we definitely have more runway. I mean, uh, last week, uh, Lockheed reported a number that was barely in line. They basically took down Guide. They did announce a bigger share buyback, but the stock was up 9%. I mean, it doesn't do that uh, normally. And, and I think what drove it were two things, greater concern about China, A, because of, of the semiconductor controls Biden is putting on, and secondly, because of the speech that Xi gave, which is clearly pretty aggressive. So I think that's an issue. And uh, the two biggest missile producers are Lockheed and Raytheon. They have uh, you know sending missiles, uh, javelins to Ukraine, uh, sending NASAMs air defense defense systems to Ukraine. So the demand looks very good for both of these guys. Okay. So can we uh, buy a broad basket, be happy, set it, forget it, full of defense stocks? Or uh, do you think there are still some that uh, stand out here? Well, I like. I, I think you can probably do that, but I like uh, Raytheon in here because it basically sells at a discount. It's in one of the hottest areas in defense, and I think the other thing that people uh, kind of are too bearish on is commercial. Uh, clearly, if we go into a recession, you're going to have less growth in air traffic, but you got to remember that air traffic is still 30% below where it was in 2019. So I think you're going to see continuing recovery in air traffic uh, uh, next year, even if we move into a recession. Mm. So Raytheon playing the catch-up game. Uh, what should we be looking for in terms of uh, the uh, uh, company earnings tomorrow morning? What's the big highlight for Raytheon? Like, what's the metric we should be looking for? Well, I think, uh, you know, how the numbers look, uh, book to bill, but I think the key metric you really want to look for is what their guide is on the next year, because that's what people, you know, you're in the third quarter, you're in the fourth quarter now, and so people are really going to be looking ahead. And the fact that they could take Lockheed, which came out with a guide for flattish revenues versus the streets looking for up three, and the stock was up big time, I think you should feel pretty comfortable owning Raytheon into the print. Okay. Uh, tomorrow morning, uh, we'll see if they can uh, uh, tell us something, I guess, that um, it catches them up with the peers. Are we talking like big uh, top line growth? Uh, or are we looking at uh, just big bottom line stability? Because it seems like this market has prioritized fortress style balance sheets. Does Raytheon have something like that? It has a decent balance sheet. It's it's two and a half times, but it has good cash flow. Um, I think in terms of revenue growth, the thing that came out of Lockheed is that it takes a long time to build up production. So all these missile producers are basically adding capacity now. That will only start to hit the revenue line probably in 24 and more in 25. So really, people are taking a longer look here because when you look at the environment, uh, you know there's a lot of evidence that you should take the longer look. Okay. I appreciate the update. Uh, helpful for tomorrow. Thanks, Kai. Kai Von Rumor, Senior Analyst, covering aerospace and defense at Cowan.